I wanted to speak today about, started speaking about it last week, but there's another dimension to it, another point to go on about it, which is, the Rebbe used the term the whole time about Mashiach, Gula Amitisvash Lema, the true and complete redemption. What does it mean, the true and complete redemption? So the Rebbe would always refer to the Mechilta, to other Svarim, that the Gul of Mitzrayim was not complete. In other words, the Gul of Mitzrayim was not true. Why was it not true? Because Mitzrayim, the Yisrael Mitzrayim, obviously, whatever effect it had, it had an everlasting effect, but the, the wasn't the, the, the part of it that the Jewish people remained independent completely did not last. Afterwards, there was Bavel, Modai, and Yovan with Alamaisis. <clears throat> so, MS, the term true, as Chsidis explains, something that is not lasting can be called true. Even something that right now is powerful and conquers the world and who knows what. Narasamachaz, <laughs> yeah, Chsidis brings a riot. You have certain rivers that once in seven years they dry up. So, in Halacha, the terminology, the mission uses the term that there are rivers. That are lying, that are false. I don't exactly you translate it. In other words, something that's not lasting can't be true. So it's not. So the Tzias Mitzrayim was not a true redemption. The fact was afterwards was another Gauls. So I spoke about the uh, the idea that Tzias Mitzrayim, even though every single Jew that was at the time of Tzias Mitzrayim went out of Gauls, but there were many Jews, the majority of Jews even. A big percent, I mean, a huge different opinions in the Medrash. One opinion says one out of five Jews left, one out of 50. I think there's even an opinion one out of 500, whatever it is. <clears throat> so the majority of Jews, whoever was there, whoever wanted to go out of Gaulus went, but whoever didn't want, the Taka didn't stay in Gaulus, in the literal sense of the word, but they passed away during the three, during the Makas Choshev, during the Maka of Darkness. But whoever was there left, but by by the Gula Sida, there won't be such a thing that Rebbe says. Even though you may be the certain sources that you have, but when Tzav calls off, every Jew will, will go out of Mitzrayim. And I discussed also what the Rebbe spoke about this Shabbos Pashas Kukas Tavshim Memches. The Rebbe explained the idea of Gula Mitzvah Shleim and me that there's no Jew, there's no point in the world that doesn't go out of Golos. Because if there's even even if 99% of the Jews, 99% of the world is redeemed, godliness is revealed, but if there's one part that godliness is not revealed, it can't be called true. It's not all-encompassing. So Gula Mitis Vashlema means that it's completely true. Complete complete means that it, 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 it encompasses every single aspect of existence, every single Jew, and it's eternal. I spoke about this speaker last time. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna repeat the whole thing. That was basically the gist. I mentioned right at the end. There's this order from the Rebbe over here. It's in the, it's in the letter of Chayel Tavshin Hamadzayin, as the, as the it was Mikhtav Klali, you know, a general letter written for as, as before Tishrei. And as usual, a lot of times in these small orders, could be a few liners. But the Rebbe gives a fundamental understanding and. You know, different interpretations of something. So the Rebbe explains, um, the Rebbe says, Gula so Rebbe, the Rebbe dissects each word, and the Rebbe says the word Gula, redemption, there could be two types of Gula. Either Gula that happens in its time, in a more natural way, or Gula that comes in a hurried, supernatural way. 
says MS true in Allah and the Gemara, and particularly Chassidus Alabi and Salat, there's two levels of truth. I mean, there's more really more than two levels, but in general, there's MS and MS Lamita, there's something that's true, or he's saying is true, but it's not necessarily the ultimate truth. MS Lamita is the truth to its ultimate. And then in Shlema, in Shlemus, the Rebbe says when it's complete, complete also has two levels. Either that it's not missing anything, or that it's 100% complete, which you'll soon see in a second what that means. So the Rebbe says, the next thought the Rebbe says, similar, it seems the Rebbe is tying it in that the two periods of, of Mashiach, the period of Yemaisa Mashiach and the Chiyas And the Rebbe says, the Rebbe connects it with a fundamental thing the Rebbe spoke about many times. And the laws of tzedakah, you have interesting halacha. The halacha is, the Torah says that you have to give a person whatever he's missing. That's the lashon. Yeah. You have to give him whatever he's missing. So the Gemara says, what does it mean, whatever he's missing? That even if this person used to be rich and he was able to afford, I don't know, I guess they used to do it, he had 50 people running in front of him. You know, like the Jewish kings, uh, King Lechai, he's have someone running in front of Milyonov, he ran in front of Vachal. So, <clears throat> so he was he was used to having 50 people running in front of him, and now that he's poor, he's not the greatest uh, rich person that he has, and he doesn't, but he's missing it. He's used to it. So part of the mitzvah of Tzedakah means you have to give it to him. I guess it doesn't mean if there's two people sitting there in front of you, one person thought you needs money, so you have bread to eat. The other person needs money for Chamishim Mishratzim of one of that 50 people running in front of him. I assume that Halacha would say that you give it to the person the person needs Lacham Tzara Mayim Lacham, it's basic necessity. But nevertheless, the concept of Tzedakah extends... Huh? Right, but the concept of Tzedakah... Right, I'm, sa- I'm saying, I don't know, I think obviously there's a Dink Dima. Someone... Yeah, 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 no, no, but I'm saying, yeah, but it's still considered Tzedakah. This is what this person was used to, then you have to give it to him. But then it says, You don't have to make him rich. You give him, you fulfill his lack. There's a very strong, uh, very clear line between giving him, fulfilling a lack or making him rich. Whatever he needs, he needs. Even if it's his need, because he has a particular uh, something that he's useful for him, it's a need. For other people, it's completely a, luck, a luxury. You have to give it to him. But more than that is already considered making him rich. Rabbi spoke about this a number of times, and it's it's a very it's 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 I was thinking about it in, in these in these two others. Rabbi gives very strong you say this of understanding the different periods of Mashiach. But anyway, let's backtrack a second. You have like this. You have let's first define what the gula is. What's gula? So the simple definition of gula means is a galus. When you say redemption, it means a person was first enslaved, or he was going through some type of tzara, and now he's redeemed, right? So the word gula itself means that there's a problem here that you have to redeem the person from. But is that what gula is? Is that the complete definition of gula? No. We look in the Torah, for example. We see the Torah that speaks about Mashiach in an open way. I mean, the, every pasuk in the Torah really hints to Mashiach. Certain pesukim more, certain pesukim you have to dig more to find. But when the Torah speaks about Mashiach, the two main places is in Parshas Nitzavim, and then in the, in the prophecy of Bilam. Parshas Nitzavim, the whole story of the whole the whole discussion of Mashiach coming is directly coming to fix up the situation of Golos, right? It says the Eden will be in Golos, and David will gather the Eden, Meshav Hashem will kach ha-shvuzcha, v'kibatzcha, v'yisayir every day in Shachas. 
after you know after the Arkeda. These are the psukim that speak about how the Abisha will return the exiles, which means there's a problem that will be fixed. Psukim Taka continue that life will be even better and greater than it never was before. But the whole idea of Gula is introduced as fixing a problem. We have, on the other hand, we have in the story of in, in the prophecy of Bilam. Bilam, according to, I mean, there's different ways of learning, but most Mufarshim agree in some level. Uh, at least a lot of Pirushim that Bilam is discussing. David Hamalach Hamashiach. So Bilam is prophesizing about two Jewish kings. One king that will be, you know, both will be mirror image of each images of each other, but Mashiach will, you know, amplify whatever David Hamalach does in a much greater way. Yeah, I'm not going to go through all the psukim, but basically the king will rise up, he will conquer the world, whatever it is. Now over there, Bilam doesn't mention a word about that he's going to be a golos, that between David HaMalach HaMashiach, there will be a downtime, there will be a golos. All Bilam speaks about will be David HaMalach. And then at a later point, life will become even greater, even better, there will be a king that will reach far greater heights than David HaMalach. Similarly, when the Torah speaks about Dari Miklat, right? In the Bechal, the Torah doesn't mention anything about Golos. It just said there will come a time that the Ebesha will expand Eretz Yisrael beyond the borders that Yidin were allowed to conquer, or were able to conquer during, you know, during up to that point, which leads to the days of Mashiach. doesn't say there will be a Golos. So the Ebesha will expand your borders even more. But the Rebbe explains that... that I'll give you another example. Chizkiyo HaMelech, right? David Shohant me Chizkiyo HaMelech, Chizkiyo HaMelech Mashiach. There was no Golos at that time. Gideon were still in Eretz Yisrael. I mean, that's it. It's a short and we're talking Golos. But in other words, it was going to be that he would reach even greater heights than he was before. So, in other words, in Gula, in general, there's two aspects. One thing is, Gula is fulfilling a lack. Bring, in other words, if you put it in simple English, in the terminology of the Rambam, is bringing back this that was before, filling up the, the loop, you know, plugging the holes that were existed before. I mean, that's a very major achievement if you think about it. But in essence, what you're doing is returning it to the way it was before. But then there's a deeper level of goal. It means you're reaching a totally higher level of existence than ever existed before in the first place. So the word gula really relates to both. Gula means a redemption. But if it's just going back to the way you were before, it's obviously not the full implication of the word gula. Gula obviously means that you're reaching a totally new state of, of, of life, of existence as well. And in essence, this is really, if you think about it, this is really the, the difference between the period of Yomais HaMashiach and Chiyas HaMashiach. I mean, more obviously, it's, there's many explanations here in Chassidus, and there's many dimensions of the Chlonos, particularly according to, at least the way, particularly the way Rebbe explains it in the Rambam, even according to Chassidus, it comes out this way. What does this mean? According to the Rambam, the first period of Yemaisa Mashiach is what? Nature doesn't change. Why doesn't nature change? Because the focus here, we're not, our goal is not to transcend nature. The, the point is that the world, the way it is, should be brought back to its ultimate completion that it's meant to be as a natural world, with natural laws and things, no supernatural things are, are, are introduced. But the world will be a complete world the way it's meant to be. Taita Mitzvah will, will, will be fulfilled in the most complete way. The second period, which the Rambam doesn't really speak about much, but I've explained that the last Allah of the Rambam alludes to it. But that's the second period, which is a change in nature. It means it's a whole different step. You're not just, you know, having the world run in a natural way in the most efficient, best way, but you go to a whole, whole different level. 
And the Rebbe's Lashen over here, the, the Rebbe's, these two, these two halachic definitions of, this halachic definition of when it comes to Tzedakah, that this day machsoyed is fulfilling a lack and making someone rich, the Rebbe's correlating, it seems, and the word shleimah, when we say that the gul is complete, what means is complete? Complete means, the Rebbe spoke about this long time, the word shleimah, complete, could mean that you have all the details, you know, everything is complete. Or, but on a deeper level, the term shleimah means you reach true completion, true, I don't know what the right word in English here is, but true shleimah, wholesomeness, whatever, not just that all the details, everything you have is complete. But you're, you're a level that's, it's, it's, it's a level of wholesomeness that's beyond the details. It's, it's, you reach a whole high, like for example, a rich person is not just that he doesn't have an issue paying his bills, doesn't have, he doesn't have a lack of funds to invest. It's not just that he has all the money he needs, he has an abundance. Like the Rambam writes about the, the second period of Mashiach, all the luxuries are as sound as dust. You know, who, who's going to need all of that? It's, 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 not, it's not fulfilling a lack, it's, it's a hashidus, it's, it's, it's an abundance beyond just fulfilling a lack. So, if, so according to chassidus, it comes out the same thing really, I was thinking about it today, I mean, it's, it's, chassidus, the Rebbe is, is Matayim here to a mimer of the, uh, of the Nayim Beis, in this heart over here, it's, the letters of Chelek Yadal, the second to last letter, and then in, in the safe, at page 476. Rebbe spoke about this a number of times. It was in the summer of Tavshin Chavtes. Rebbe spoke about Hashira's famous uh, whole Meisel with the car crash. Number of Bochrim and Rebbe said then that Nachas Reifa Vetman Reif or something. That after after such a thing happens, you become rich. Rebbe spoke. Anyway, the Rebbe, you have in Kabbal and Chassidus, you have the same thing. What does this mean? You have the idea that when the world was created, there was a Tzimtzum, there was this consumment of Debush's life, right? The whole creation of the world came about through the fact that it was a consumment of Debush's life. As time went on, and forget about, you know, you know, there were other things that happened that caused godly life to become concealed even more. There was the Chetei Sadas, there was Golos, right? These are all consumments of godly life. So what does it mean, So there's one level of, of revealing godliness which is fulfilling the lack. That because, because all of these sins happen, because of the Golos, and and, and Again, we go back to the first cause of it all, because of the Simpson Marishin, because of this first concealment of Debush's life, there's a lack in the world. So means you're bringing back the godly light the way it was before, which is already a huge achievement, because there's no concealments to, you know, you see godliness, but you're not, you're not, but what, in essence, what you're doing is you just went back to square one in a certain sense. In other words, there was godly light that was concealed, and you brought it back down. So this explains the fact that you have godly light within this world after it's created itself is a chiddush. Beforehand, the world couldn't be this godly light had to be concealed to create the world. The world wouldn't have been able, you know, the, the, this godly light was too strong for the world. So the fact that you bring back the godly light after the world is there, that itself is a chiddush. Fine, but the etzimini, the actual concept, bringing back a lack. So let's say you have, for example, the Maral and Avodas Hakodesh and a number of other places that they. That they explain that even the miracles, I mean, they don't go with the Rambam's approach. They also they explain that even in the first period of Mashiach you have miracles. But their whole, what they say in a certain sense, it's not a hit, it's not considered a new thing because they're saying all what's really happening is that the world is returning to its state the way it was before Chaytei Tzadas. You, in other words, you're fulfilling a lack. Something went wrong, and you're bringing it back to the way it was before. So this is one level of godliness which is which which which, which will be revealed, which as high as it is, it's, it's one darkai. 
Siddha says that the ultimate level of Gula, which is really the way it's mashma from some places connected with the second period, is called Ashiras. I mean, it's a godly light that's not just you fulfilling the lack of bringing back what was there before, but it's a godly light that never, that never shown before. It's a Erechadash. It's a Lashon Asfiz Mechsidus. It's a new light that never existed even before, even before the concealment. So basically, the second in the in 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 really this to my modern Tafsim Chava, Pater Shalom, Lovin Es Chanak, and Lukas Rav. Rebbe there is and there the Rebbe is discussing in my mind later says that even there's even a higher level than Ashiras, even higher than riches is the idea of Chesed of kindness. Rebbe said that Ashiras riches was already in the days of Shleimah Hamel. But Mesa Meshech is even higher. It's, it's even higher than the term richness. Okay, fine. We'll leave that out for, for the meantime. So, so this. So going back to the term Gula Hamitis Vashleima. So the Rebbe says like this: the term Shleima complete has two meanings. Either that there's no lack, right? Which, if you think about it, that itself is a very big achievement. But there's a deeper dimension here. The fact that there's no lack just means that you have what you need, but not beyond that. The true level of shleimus means completion. Means you have everything, not just everything you need to fulfill a lack. It's, it's a higher, it's a higher definition of completion, which is again, it's more associated with the second period of Yemei Sanishma. There's a constant resurgence from every angle. There's, 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 remind me of of Ali of 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 Remember talks about the Yosh and Second period of Mashiach, whatever it is, he ties it in there with the Aden and the whatever. 
everything back to my mother Chazalar. That's a level of godliness. That's the essence of David himself. That's called Amos Lamida. That that will shine during the second period. So now this this um, going back a second to to the Rambam. The Rebbe has a Zasikh of the Rebbe, the Hadran and Rambam, Tavshin and Aleph. There the Rebbe defines, in the terms of the Rambam, so to say, the difference between the first period and the second period. And he says like this, I hope I'll be able to convey it right. The Rebbe says the, the, the accomplishment of the first period of Mashiach is that all the details of Torah, the mitzvahs of the Torah, and the Torah's effect on the world is complete. The Rebbe uses the Yavah Shlemus of Prat. Rambam writes that. You know, you'll have the Shleimus of Teda Mitzvah. means every single Mitzvah, every single part of Teda, not doing the Mitzvah itself, and also the fact that the Mitzvah is supposed to have in the world will be complete. But there won't be a change in nature, because a change in nature is, so to say, opposite of what you're trying to accomplish. You're trying to accomplish that the world will be perfect. The world is governed by the laws of nature. Once you transcend nature, you're out of the world already, so to say. The second period, the Rebbe says, is a higher level, where the world... The focus is not on correcting the world, making sure every detail of the world is complete. The focus is revealing the Rabbi's emotion, the Klaus Shalom the general rule, the general essence, which is higher than the details, which that is the etzimul of the Ebesha. The focus is not on fulfilling every, in other words, we're, we're, we're trying, in other words, once all the details are complete, you reach a higher level where you come to recognition, the connection with Ebesha, which is you connected now with what's behind all the details, which is something which is. It's the will of the Ebeshit itself. It's not, it's not here to perfect this aspect of the world, to make sure this, this particular level is complete, that particular level is complete. It's a klashul ma'alam mitratim. So the Rebbe says, the first period of Mashiach, there won't be any, you won't have something more than necessary, so to say, according at least what's, what, what's and I guess the minimal that's required according to Allah. Because there the goal is that all the details of the world, all the details of Taylor Mitzvahs are perfect. Why do you need to have Taylor Mitzvahs is, is, is focusing on the world? Why should you have something which is higher than nature? The second period of Mashiach, you're, you're transcending a level, you're going, there's revealed that the world is, it, it's, it's not about the world anymore. It's about the Ratzin of Devishtim, which is higher than, which includes and is higher than any particular Mitzvah, any particular effect that a particular Mitzvah has on the world. And so, the the um, that that's why the Rebbe explains and it ties in with with what with with what Chassidus with, with what the Rebbe is saying over here. Um, in other words, according to this, Amidus Vashlema is that then will be the, usually you translate it as the Gula, the true and complete redemption. You think about it based on this definition is that that is the time when the Emes will be revealed and the Shlemus of the world will be in its most complete way. Huh? But again, there's one, there's a lower level of Emes and there's a higher level of Emes. Now, what does this mean in Avedas Hashem? So this is all sounds very nice, but if you want to apply this to Avedis Hashem, it, it, it's very based on these definitions, and you have a number of secrets that connect to this. So for example, you have the Maimed of the Rebbe, so the shortest Mugadika Maimed, the shortest Maimed that the Rebbe, the Rebbe said it was Magia, Shida Malis, Makim, Shabbat Shiva, Tavshin, Namchat. 
So the Rebbe says the the, the, the word of the Maimud is he quotes from the Fidik Rebbe that in Shuvah there's two there's two aspects of Shuvah. What he calls Inyan HaTshuvah and Muhus HaTshuvah. Uh, loosely, I'll translate it as the concept of Shuvah or the essence of Shuvah. So what's the concept of Shuvah? The concept of Shuvah is he, a person feels he needs to fix up his wrongdoings. So he has a he has a checklist. This needs correction. That needs correction. So he's doing his avoid in a way that everything should be complete. What is Muhusa Chuva? What is the essence of Chuva? The essence of Chuva is a totally different thing. The essence of Chuva is not about a checklist. The essence of Chuva means that a person puts himself on, in a totally higher way. He reveals the essence of his neshama, whatever the terms to be used, which because he reaches that level, automatically every single detail will be complete. Automatically every single detail of his avoida will be the way it's supposed to be. It's not that that the focus of the Yid's avoida is that he has to do tshuva, he has to correct this aveda, this midara, this way of thinking. But rather, that, in other words, the real, the real essence of tshuva, and it's an essential core, something much, 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 much deeper and, 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 and much greater, is that a yid makes a quantum leap. He puts himself on a totally new level. The Rebbe speaks these terminologies, Dei Machsoyrei and Ashiris. You can have a year that is avoid is what? It's avoid that he does whatever they wish to want. Dei Machsoyrei Ashiris, what Shukhan Aruch tells him. But then you have a year that serves Dei Bishnuwey beyond his limitations. This is already the avoid in a certain sense of Ashiris, of riches. He's not just doing what he's limited to do, he's going beyond his, his thing. Some, in some place, actually, the Rebbe corresponds it to. Rabbi says that they machseria shiachsulay that just does what he has to do. Avoid of the tzaddik and the avoid of ashiras of riches. He goes beyond the details. Is avoid of about shuvah or that whatever you want to call the avoid of mesiras nefesh. So, in other words, the the, the rabbi, and this fits in also again very well. So the rabbi speaks about here. The rabbi spoke in the shabbos parshas achri toshim and vav. I think it was the rabbi spoke here. What is the ira and avoid of Hashem? We have from the first period of Mashiach, and what's the ira of the second period of Mashiach? Rabbi said that of the first period of Mashiach is that do your avoida without being affected by the world around you. Because what's the point of the first period? That people will have peace and tranquility. They'll be able to fulfill the mitzvahs without shibud malchus. What's the idea of the second period of, that will be a change of nature is that a yid does avoida, not only if the world doesn't affect him, but he does his avoida in a miraculous way, higher than limitation. One thing is he does what he has to do, just if someone tries to stop him, a vanishing is fall, doesn't get affected. But he's not going beyond his limitations. The second period, which is supernatural, means in the year, the part of his nisham, which is supernatural, going beyond his limitations. So I guess in the avoid of every year, we have these two things. We have emes and shleimus. We have a person does his avoid, his goal is to achieve perfection of whatever he has to do. That's that's one avoid. A higher level of avoid is that he strives to serve David beyond the Milam of which I guess ties in really the in of Emes, Rebbe's the Sikh and Parshish Vaida, Kurdish Sikh is Kerlik Lamadavik, and Rebbe said that Emes is there's no change. True redemption means that he does Zavaid in a way that nothing could change it. But, I mean, if you think about this, it, it, these are very fundamental issues that Rebbe uses here, which gives my understanding how to define the difference between the first and second period. They also directly gives Hayran, Avaidus Hashem, applying Gul and Adayb to their life. What does it mean? There's one aspect. I mean, I think you still need the first aspect. I mean, there's a way of jumping to the second level, but there's also an advantage in the first level. You're focusing on the details. So one of one level is doing your avoid of the shleimus. So the second level is reaching even deeper. 
So in the in the seder of Gluim of Yemei Samashiach, it's going to be different from Yemei Samashiach and Tchiyos Samesim. And uh, fine, anyway. Tenachacham Yach Tamoid. Just finish off with one word, not mamish directly related what I was saying, but there was. Uh, I said this mice two weeks ago, but I need to correct it. The chart cover, the David Moshe, the son of the Dijanah. So after the Seder once, in India, going back and forth for a quarter of an hour, and he was saying that even though, you know, the Gula should be postponed because we want every single year to be part of Dallas, but he says that we can't wait anymore. So his son, the son of Shortkov said that he understood there was some type of Vikuach going on in heaven. And his point was, you know, that like I mentioned last time, the goal is, 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 is you know, the goal is so long because every single you're waiting for every single year to be, to, you know, to, to, to be, to whatever, to be ready for Mashiach. But every single no should be lost. So he said, but there's sometimes there's a music that you can't wait. Let the Yidin, whoever needs to be correct, will be corrected after Mashiach will come. And the truth is, in a number of places, it seems that that's not going to be, won't be that you'll have to wait. This is not a time to get into this discussion. Some places it seems the Mashiach is coming after everything is done, right? In other places it seems the Mashiach will sit down with you and start teaching them what to do. Huh? I'm saying, I'm going. Not... <laughs> I'm just saying that the thing about the Union is Gula Amitis will explain that every year there's a In other words, in the first level, in other words, there's a concept that. Achishana means everything is ready. You right away jump to the ultimate. But there's a concept that Mashiach will have to first start dealing with the lower level. Bosh is making sure that every single detail of the way that is complete. That is already holding by Achishana. But I'm saying it's. Call it from I can't even want to elaborate more. And it is.